Welcome to The Journey. This week we begin our Lenten series, The Journey Through the Walk. We'll be examining and reinvigorating our vows while looking at them through the lens of the pandemic. Will you pray with me? Oh God, help us to see the beauty of this world you've given to us. Help us to notice the blessings all around us. Help us to remember that you are God and we are not. Help us to trust that somehow you will see us through even the painful things in life and bring good from them. Grant us grateful hearts, O God, and finally, help us to be living examples of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The scripture tonight is from Ephesians 6, verse 18. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for the Lord's people. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Yeah. 
it's okay to say it. These are hard times. And hard times can divide even close communities. Even us. Exactly when we need each other the most. But this is our prayer. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude toward each other that Christ had. Let's glorify God with one mind and with one voice. Let's accept each other just as Christ accepts us to bring praise to our God. That's what the church does in the same room or all over town. We endure in Christ together. We praise our God together. Find someone. Find a way. Let's be the church this week. Good evening and welcome to The Journey. This is our first Wednesday of Lent and we are beginning a new series that will re-examine, re-excite, and reinvigorate the vows that we make when we become members of the United Methodist Church. And we'll also look at those through the lens of the pandemic. How can we honor our vows when we can't be at church? Right. The journey through the walk. So the reason we're calling it that, of course, is because um, after the journey, each Wednesday night at 6.30, we're going to do the study, The Walk, by Adam Hamilton. So that study kind of coincides with our vows to the United Methodist Church that we make um, when, we, when we join the church. Um, those may be slightly different in a slightly different order. Yes. And those vows are really important. And I tell the kids, we're all... A, we all come to church with different backgrounds, different thoughts, feelings, attitudes, opinions, different learning styles. Mm -hmm. And when you throw all those people into a big mix, sometimes there can be conflict and disagreement and worry and wonder. So having these vows, these guidelines just always gives us something to point back to language to use you know, a common goal, what we're working towards. It helps a community of learners really become a community of learners all on the same track and on the same page. Right. And where we say that these are the vows that we take when we join the United Methodist Church. These are also great guidelines if you have not joined the United Methodist Church. So it's good to keep us all on track. But those vows, those vows, of course, are to support the United Methodist Church through our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness. And I love this series because I've taught this a lot during confirmation. Um, and it, it's, to me, I always kind of lead off with this. When we meet for the first time during confirmation, um, I explain to the kids coming in, you know, at the end of this confirmation process, we're going to go into the church and we're going to make these vows in front of our, our families, our friends, our pastors, the whole congregation, and in front of God. And it can be a little bit overwhelming. And they can get a little bit nervous about that because when you think about it like that, it's a lot. But when you break it down one by one, it's something that we can do. Yeah, it really takes it back to its maybe simplest form 
You know, the, the sermon may be difficult to understand. The Bible may be difficult to interpret. We have all these studies and devotionals, and there's so much information. But these five vowels really take it back, line it up, get you on track. Right, yeah. So this first week, we're talking about prayer. And can you pray for your church? Yes, it's not that hard. Maybe it takes a little focus to do it and do it with the frequency and and pray in the way that we should. And you have to, I think, really have a relationship with your church, too, because we can pray for our church. Mm -hmm. But are you praying for the buildings? Are you praying for the utilities? Are you praying for the pastors, the staff, um, the grounds, Mm -hmm. the missions and ministries of our church? You kind of have to understand, have a little bit of a relationship to really get deep in that prayer life for your church. Yeah. When you think about prayer and you think about and you talked about how um, we are still able to uh, live out our vows even in the midst of a pandemic, uh, you think of prayer and you think, well, maybe, you know, that's, that's the easy one. That's, we can all pray at home and everything like that, but we're still missing out on a little bit, right? Yeah. There's something different and powerful about bowing our heads and saying the same prayer in unison with fellow Christians. And there's something, there's just something different about that relationship. There's something magical that happens when we're all together praying together and it's just different. Right. And it's like a friendship. You're not going to remain solid friends if you don't talk to each other. Right. We're not going to have this wonderful close relationship with God if we don't talk to God. Right. So that brings us to the point. How, how are we remembering this vow? How are we living it out? How are we keeping up with this spiritual practice Mm -hmm. now in our what can we do? What can we do to, to do that better? Yeah, when we can't be in this building. Right. We can't pray together. We can't attend worship together. And I'm huge on creating a sacred space. I know, yeah. And I, I did a video about this. You can go back and watch it. But I'm a visual learner. I need to see it and do it. And there's something about lighting that candle, laying out that cloth, sitting my Bible there, there's something that triggers parts of my brain to get a little focused a little bit differently. If we were in the sanctuary, the acolytes would walk in with the candle and that would be our signal. And we would all take our seats and get quiet and get in a tone of worship. I need that. So that sacred space just helps me get in that mind frame of worship. I need to sit a little differently. This is going to be hard because there are a lot of distractions at our house and Puppies are going to be jumping on my lap and things are going to try to take me from being in that moment. So that those visual reminders and smelling the candle and seeing the flame and holding my Bible mm-hmm. in my hands. There's just something about that that sets a tone of worship for me. Right. It helps me focus on my prayer. Yeah. And it's about making a routine mm-hmm. and like and picking that time of day mm-hmm. and that, that, that spot, that location. I love that. Uh, so you're talking about really getting yourself ready for prayer. Mm-hmm. For me, one of the things that's important is thinking about when to pray. I mean, sometimes I feel like we might get a little bit caught up in ourselves. And uh, just check check out this video real quick, and, and maybe it'll kind of tell you what I'm talking about here. No, no different, only different in your mind. 
You must unlearn what you have learned. Okay, so this might seem a little strange. You must un unlearn what you have learned. So right before this, uh, right before that video, uh, Luke had been trying to move around. He'd been moving stones around with the force and everything, real easy stuff, right? But then remember, his X-wing was trapped. Okay, forget it. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, one of the greatest movies of all time, right? So. Yoda has him try to move the X-Wing, but of course he can't. Why? Because it's too big. But that's not how the Force worked in the movie, right? So Yoda tells him, no, it's not about size or anything like that. He has the other line, what, size? Size matters not. That's right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, but he learned that, right? That that does matter. So he, Luke has to unlearn that. But it's the same thing, like, for me, I think, you know, whenever I get into a situation that's, that's overwhelming when something doesn't quite go my way. I think that I have to fix it. I go through all the things that I have to do. And, and, and in the moment, especially it's, it's so hard to stop and think, pray, pray. It's not all on you. You don't have to do it. You can get overwhelmed, but a lot of times it's not you doing it. It's God doing it through you. So allow God to do those works through you and just, Sit back and, and know, just pray. You don't have to do it all. And we challenge you this week, if you um, are new in your prayer life, or if you've just gotten out of the habit or gotten out of the routine or need something new to try, Adam Hamilton in the book, The Walk, challenges us to pray five times a day. And he uses the symbol of his hand and encourages you to pray when you wake up, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and when you go to bed. And his suggestion is just a simple prayer of thanks. Just start out easy. Thank you for waking me up. Thank you for breakfast, lunch, dinner. Thank you for getting me through this day or thank you for a wonderful day. Right. So that just five times a day, start there. And you will more oftentimes than not find yourself with a longer prayer, a more detailed prayer, your prayer life will start to take shape in a more meaningful way. But we encourage you to start with five times a day. Yeah, and he also talks in that book about um, using that same technique with your fingers for a basic pattern of prayer, including praise, thanksgiving, confession, petition, and yielding. And we're going to learn a lot more about that in our study. I'm so excited about this. Uh, the walk each Wednesday night at 6.30 throughout Lent after the journey. And you can find that link at hvumc.org. That's going to be on Zoom. We've got uh, Gabe McDaniel and Clarence Trice are going to lead that, and it's going to be great. Yeah. Another quick prayer, just really quickly, is before you're leaving the house, grab your keys, your purse, your bag, your whatever you need, your coat, open the door, and before you take that step across that threshold, just say, lead me, Lord. Yeah. And then go about your day and... You've started your day asking the Lord to lead you in all of your steps, and I think that's really powerful, too. Yeah, I agree. Well, I think that it'll be good if we bring in Kathy Ainley from our prayer team to talk with her about, you know, what is the prayer team and um, what are some things that, you know, I don't know, maybe she can give us some pointers mm -hmm. in ways that we can live out our, our vow to support our church through prayer. All right. Joining us right now from the prayer team is Kathy Ainley. Hey, Kathy, thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, we thought this would be a great opportunity, opportunity to have you uh, come and kind of tell everyone what is the prayer team? 
I'd love to tell you about the prayer team. The prayer team is a group of people that are dedicated to praying for, we have a prayer list. And the prayer list consists of um, praises for God, for what we've, what he's done, you know, it'll include things in the world, things uh, personal, all that. And then we pray for the world. We pray for, you know, individuals, for the church. We just pray for a lot of things. And they've dedicated themselves to praying daily for these things. And we, um, we pray for the pastors and our staff, of course. And um, a lot of people feel like it's their calling. And so it's a good way to, to answer that calling. Well, one question is if a person has a, has a prayer request, something that they want uh, prayed for, how do they go about letting you guys know about that? Well, in various ways. Sometimes it'll go through the church, through Kimberly, or sometimes a staff, or sometimes they'll email me directly. I love the, and I said this a little, I'll say this a little later too, that the prayer team is, it's really active. Like you're, you're not just getting the prayers typing them up and forgetting about them. Like you guys really commit to the hard work of praying daily. And I know you do notes. Tell us what else you guys do to make sure people know that we're thinking about them. Well, I will send, I send cards if, if people from the prayer team, just to let these people know that we're praying for them, because that would mean a lot to me. I think knowing that, you know, people were praying for me. Um, we, you know, if we get a request during the middle of the week, like today, I had forgotten one. So I just send it out to the prayer team. So it's, all, you know, I don't, several times a week, we send out extras and we do like to check on people and get updates because like you say, we're really serious about it. And we like to see, you know, what God's doing in people's lives. And, um, I guess that's another thing. If, if you didn't, if you ever wondered if God was answering prayers, you should join the prayer team because we see answered prayers every week. And it's always, of course, not exactly like we want it, but God's answering our prayers and it's, it's really great. Well, yeah, that's, and that was, that's interesting. You mentioned uh, calling earlier and, and we all know that it's not whether or not we're called by God, but it's what are we called to do? So if a person is feeling that they are called to be a part of the prayer team, how can they, how can they do that? How can they, they be a part? So if they yeah. want to be a part of the prayer team, all you have to do is talk to me or Nadia, really, because we have con- not control, but we are the ones that send the, send it out, you know? So, um, and we like to tell them, you know, the importance of, of the confidentiality and all that, right. that too. And that the only thing you need to do to join is, just be dedicated to pray daily. Right, right. You know, everybody has their off day, so don't, you know, but yeah, so they can contact me or Nadia. Okay, so, or they can call the church office and uh, get- in- Sure, and Kimberly will send it on to me, for sure. On to you guys, yeah. So what's what's a tool that we could use right here? We've been talking about things that we could do uh, now that we're in a pandemic. So maybe there are requests that people uh, don't, consider confidential and are okay with letting the rest of the church know. We talked about the idea of, of scrolling those requests at the bottom of the screen right here at the journey. So, so how, how can we make that happen? If we, if you want to um, scroll requests, then I'm happy to contact people. And a lot of people like Patty Downs, Patty Downs is happy for everybody. You know, some people want as many prayers as possible. And so I think that's a great idea. And I think it would be helpful to feel those prayers. 
Well, that's people exciting. Really do, people do really feel prayers. It's yeah, amazing. definitely. Mm-hmm. So with your help, we'll, we'll start doing that each week uh, during the journey. We're going to scroll the requests um, that okay. are confidential right here at the bottom of the screen. So you guys can, can all watch and, and pay attention and pray for, for each of those requests. Right. And it's great to have the congregation. Know they've talked to about it before the praying for our church, mm-hmm. you know, and praying for the Methodist church and praying for the universal church and all those things. So I think that's, that's a great way to remind us, us to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's Crystal, your husband's always given me more. Crystal, your husband's always given me more work. Uh, so he has to have it with everyone. I don't know what it is. Oh, sorry. Pastor Kathy. Miffy slept at night. <laughs> I do love the idea of though that you know there are people right now that are looking and they're searching and they're looking for ways to serve and right because we, we can't be together and this is right. such a good way to serve your church and serve your community and still be safe and you can do this right right <laughs> and Kathy you yeah, guys make it so true. easy to be a part of and and we're thankful that is true yeah. Well, we're excited about everything, Kathy, and thank you so much for joining us and, and thank you for everything that you do. Yes. Thank you. Uh, well, thank you for letting me talk about the prayer team. We're pretty happy. We're pretty happy to have it. Yes. You know, I love how our prayer team, it's, it's active. It's not you send in a request, they pray for you and they're done. They send you a note, they follow up, they make sure things are going better and they continually pray for you. It's, it's really an active very active part of our church right now. And we encourage you to honor your vow, honor your friendship with God and your church by offering prayer. Really think about prayer this Lent and it will become a habit and you'll find yourself doing it more. And we need to hold each other accountable. So I love this little story that Adam Hamilton ends the chapter with. He talks about his granddaughter's birthday and we've been there as parents. When your little one receives a gift and you have to say, what do you say? What do you say? Thank you. You know, you have to give them that little nudge to say thank you. And I think sometimes we need that little nudge to give our thanks to God. Right. Yeah. Prayer. It's one of those things. And Adam Hamilton also talks about this in his book, prayer and worship too. We don't just show up. Mm-hmm. It takes some effort. So it takes some work. So we appreciate you joining us tonight and we hope that you'll join us at six thirty um, after the journey for the walk. So thank you so much for joining us and we will see you back next week. I swear I